2: Hello fellow gamers, welcome to the Video Gamers Podcast. It is time to break down this week in gaming where we talk about gaming news over the last week that most interested us. Come check out our social media presence, you can find us everywhere at Video Gamers Pod, and come check out our Patreon support options. You'll unlock bonus episodes and get other perks. You can check it out at multiplayer squad.com. I am your host, Paul. I'm calling in from my typewriter in the dark place, trying to write myself out of it joining me he is currently on his fishing boat at night trying not to panic and hallucinate he's hoping that the sea monsters don't get him it's josh it Ain't
1: no sea monsters getting me never <laughs> no how no way
2: you're too fast for them yeah <laughs> all right and then joining josh and me he's running around with a nail bat in a post-apocalyptic world looking out for zombies it's ryan Did you guys hear that what was that <laughs> what was it Oh boy, we got a lot to talk about today, guys. I'm really excited about this. Let's start out by talking a little bit about some games that Josh and I beat this week. So I finished my playthrough of Alan Wake 2. Josh, you finished your playthrough with Dredge. Let's let's start out with you. Tell the people if they're not aware what Dredge is, and then tell us your final thoughts. Okay,
1: we're wait a minute, wait a minute. We are jumping the gun just a little bit here, because guys, are we, guys? I beat. Another game. <laughs> I finished a game. Three now. Three? I finished a game. Congratulations and celebrations. When I I know everybody is really proud of me. Now it helps that the game was only like eight hours long, but still I beat a game.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is this is a big deal.
1: Yeah, I, you <laughs> just glossed over that like it was nothing, man.
2: Yeah, um, Josh beat The Witcher three. And then nothing since 2015 until this week with Dredge. Well, well, I beat Remnant 2 not too long ago, so
1: I'm getting better. Um, But no, I uh, I was browsing the Steam uh, Autumn Sale. Uh, I was looking around, and I was like, man, I've got some free time to play a game that I want to play, which is rare for us. And I saw that Dredge was on sale, and I have heard very good things about Dredge for a long time. A lot of people that have picked it up and played it said, hey, this game is great. And I thought, you know what? I've almost purchased it a couple times, but the price is right. I've got some free time this weekend. Let me buy it and and jump in. And then I just cracked out on it for two days. Uh, I literally beat it over the span of two days. I think I played it like four hours one day and four hours the next day. Um, And it is quite enjoyable. Uh, I see why people give it really, really good reviews. I will say that the people, the, the one criticism for the game that I see more often than not is just that, hey, this game's really fun, but it's kind of shallow. Like there's really not a lot of depth to it once you kind of get further in, which is 100% true. like But it doesn't really take away from the game, uh, in my opinion, because it is a short game and the gameplay yeah. keeps you going the whole time. Um, but I, this is a, a strong recommend from me for anybody that wants a nice quick little eight to ten hour indie game experience. Um, it's it's just really good. It's a you're on a fishing boat. You're looking around. There's supernatural stuff going on. You're catching fish. You're upgrading your boat. So there's that nice perfect progression line that I love in games. Um, there's some neat little story and stuff going on that you discover. Uh, it's a, it's, I wouldn't call it a horror game. It's just an eerie game, if that makes sense.
2: Never in a million years did I think that you would pick up and love two fishing games this year, Josh, between this and Dave, the diver.
1: (laughs) Hey man, maybe I'm a fisherman at heart. You know, I did work (laughs) on fishing boats for a while. So these, these are things that, you know, are, are in my past and somewhat near and dear to my heart.
0: Dude, Josh is like Jeremy <laughs> Wade. He's marine biologist and extreme angler.
1: Who <laughs> <There laughs> is Jeremy Wade? What? Who?
0: From River Monsters.
1: Oh, okay. I've, yeah, I've seen, I, I know who you're talking about. I've not. I was never a fan of that show. I don't know that what? I've ever seen oh, it. I ever saw. Oh gosh.
0: Well, that's
2: all we have time for <laughs> today, folks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed Dredge, Josh, uh, Ryan, and I have not played it, but I was curious to hear your thoughts. I finished up my playthrough of Alan Wake 2. I had played Alan Wake 1 back at release 13 years ago. I had been kind of holding off a little bit here on Alan Wake 2, but once it got nominated Game of the Year, I figured it was about time to finally pick it up. And I don't want to say too, too much because we are going to give out our 2023 Gaming Awards here in a couple weeks. And I have a feeling that Alan Wake 2 is going to pop up for an award or two for me, but I will just say I absolutely loved it. I have, and I don't know if I have a correct memory of the first one, but I remember the first one having less combat and it was much more walking around, reading stuff. I feel like Alan Wake Two kind of amps up the action, and uh, the way I described it to you, Josh, just the other night when we uh, we're, we were in the car together, I said I feel like it's the best Resident Evil game ever made. Like if you enjoy Resident Evil. I think you'll really enjoy Alan Wake 2. It's just kind of like mixing together Resident Evil along with the weirdest storylines you've ever heard from X-Files or um, you know some other kind of supernatural show. So I absolutely loved playing through. And then I might have shared my Epic Game Store account right. info with Josh. Yep,
1: yep. Not Don't tell really anybody. That. I mean, Don't what tell he anyone. means is I bought my own copy of Alan of Wake course. 2 because I've been very curious about it as well. Uh, But I was, I mean, I was hounding you the whole time you were playing because I, this is a game I was very torn on in the sense that it's like, I don't know if I'm going to like this game, but it's getting so much hype from people that it's like, which one is it? You know? And then I, so you finished it. You said, Hey Josh, you can play it. Um, I did start playing it. I'm only two and a half hours in. Um, I will say that so far what I have played, I have really enjoyed so I'm very optimistic that that means I'm going to feel like Paul and and really enjoy this game. But it's it's a little too early for me to kind of make any decision. But you gave it really high praise, Paul, which gets me pretty I did. excited about it.
0: Yeah, he hasn't stopped talking about it for like three weeks.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all I got to hear is Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake 2. Well, actually, Ryan just wants to play multiplayer I'm games online. I'm just trying online. to play games with my <laughs> bros. That's all. Yeah. But I did... I did watch probably I got sucked in and I watched maybe an hour of gameplay this morning actually. And I may I may be uh hitting you up for that Epic Games account to also <laughs> buy it for
2: myself obviously. Well, of course. But here's the thing. It's an <laughs> Epic Games Store exclusive on PC. If it were on Steam, we could all test it for 2 hours and refund you don't have that with Epics. So, I'm I'm just letting you guys get a free trial is 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 what it boils down what to. A yeah, what a guy. What a guy. Yeah. It.
1: Yeah, sure.
2: Uh, the kindness of my heart. He's a man of the people. And, <laughs> yeah. I I was a little curious, Ryan, just for a quick check-in. Are you still playing Spider-Man 2 at all or have you beaten it or have you kind of fizzled? Oh, uh, no, we're just
0: we're kind of cleaning up all the little side stuff. Um, we actually definitely are still playing. Uh, there's always a million things you can do on these games. There's a million different suits you can unlock. There's a million different, uh, kind of after the campaign things you can clean up. So yeah, there's still quite a bit to do. Um, still an awesome
2: game. I absolutely loved it and would recommend it to anybody. Oh, okay, very good to hear. Yeah, what a what a year for gaming. I can't oh, wait till yeah. we get to give out our awards cuz there's just oh, it's it's so many good nominees for Game of the Year. Honestly, that's, yeah.
1: I'm I'm almost dreading it in a way because it's like I have to pick and choose, which I'm not sure I like. We we'll just give everything we liked an award, right? <laughs> there you go.
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right. So, our listeners might remember uh, a couple weeks back we talked about how the developer of Dave the Diver had been working on their next project. We had a little bit of a laugh just saying it's so funny that they went from making this fishing and cooking game to making a zombie survival game. Well, this week we got to see 20 minutes of actual gameplay footage from the game. It is called Naquan Last Paradise, and it is a 16-player stealth survival extraction zombie game uh very curious to hear your guys like overall thoughts did you I, this to be fair it's pre-alpha footage they did say that they're opening the game up for pre-alpha testing overall what did you guys think about naquan i want my 20 minutes back watching
1: that trailer. <laughs> yeah it was kind of boring uh, it's <laughs> kind of i'll be honest like i there are some things that i like to see the graphics look nice of course in the demo This game's running at, you know, 120 frames a second. And then that's kind of it, man. I mean, for a 22-minute gameplay demo, it is just a guy with a bat and some nails just smashing zombies for 22 minutes. And it's like, I mean, there's some looting involved, and I know that within it, it's, it's, you know, they're basing it as like an extraction survival game, so obviously loot is going to play an important part. But... I just didn't see anything that got me excited. Like, I won't say that any of it is terrible, but like, was there anything that you guys saw where you kind of raised an eyebrow and went like, ooh, that could be good?
2: The only thing that I would say that about is there was one part near the end of the video that did make me laugh out loud because you do see other players in this world. And so a lot of it is like, maybe you fight the zombies, maybe you try to run away. You're definitely trying to not get killed by other players. Cause it's got PVP and PVE elements. And one point near the end, you see another dude running around. And so the guy takes a brick and just chucks it at the guy to attract all the zombies <laughs> yeah. around him. And then like four zombies jump on the guy. And I was like, okay, that's actually really funny to try to like sabotage other players. But outside of that four second clip, this was just a lot of the guy running in circles going into a building, maybe looting one or two things, maybe hitting a zombie which by the way takes 5 hits with that nail bat. It takes a lot to kill just yeah. one zombie. All altogether it just seemed very bland. Nothing here at all to get me excited.
0: Well and the the weird thing too is uh, you know those those were the things that stood out with me is is like that nail bat. You hit the zombie, it looked like he was hitting a brick wall. I don't know this yeah. is kind of like the beginning of the games but there was no you know Pass through with it. It was just like a thud, and then you have to do five thud hits against a brick wall. That's a quote-unquote zombie, and then all of a sudden he dies. You're like, okay, now I can move on to the next section. I thought it was cool, like the ripples of the sound effects, as far as um, you know, the sound waves like if you're when running you, or when sprinting, you, wa- you can run running walking. But there was a section where he's walking through, and there's a zombie two feet away from him. And then there's one 15 feet away, and the one 15 feet away turns and runs at him, and the one right next to him just was standing there. And he runs away, and and then the older one still follows him. So I'm sure they got some stuff to to kind of figure out. I do like the PvP aspect of it, but yeah, there was nothing in this one that got me super stoked. It was just kind of a lot of dark running around. This The, the noises and the the zombie screams and stuff still get me, though. Even
2: on a video,
1: <laughs> yeah. it was a
2: little bit like left for dead. like you get yeah. the zombie screaming and it's gonna grab other zombies nearby, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, it, everything looks very polished, especially for it being an alpha. I just there weren't any gameplay elements that I thought looked really cool, like to be honest with you. So it's like, You know, I I mean, it's an alpha. Maybe there's going to be more involved. Maybe we don't understand the gameplay loop because I know there's survival aspects where you have to make it back to your bunker and then, you know, you're trying to survive a couple days there before you go back into the city and stuff like that. But I don't know, man. This game was interesting to me, but then after watching this, I'm not so sure I'm as interested either.
2: I will say I thought the shooting looked rather bad. So you don't see a whole lot of shooting, but the guy does have like a like a six shooter and there's a little bit of gun combat. Almost everything we saw was melee with the nail bat. I thought the shooting stuff looked quite poor. Yeah, I, I, I will say that they are supposed... This game should be available for pre-alpha testing to everyone on Steam when this episode drops. It's supposed to unlock on the 29th. So I will say... I will download it and give it a shot and see if there's maybe something that's not translating through YouTube. Same. But I I did feel like this was a little bit of a bucket of cold water because after the success of Dave the Diver, which has universal acclaim from everybody, I was curious to see what they do next. But I don't know. At this point, it kind of seems like a misstep. Maybe they just went too far away from what they did last time. All right. Well, with that being said, we'll go ahead and take a short break and we'll be right back. All right, moving on to our next story here. There is a company called Crafton. If that name doesn't sound familiar, they are a video game holding company. They have many subsidiaries underneath their name. They own things like PUBG Studios. They also have Unknown Worlds Entertainment, which is the group that made Subnautica. And a few days back, there was a financial report released by Crafton. And we got some nuggets of information that I think are worth sharing with the people. So first of all, The next Subnautica game has not been officially announced. We don't have any information about it. However, in this financial report, they did explicitly mention, quote, the next Subnautica. So there's not even a name attached to it yet, but we know it's on its way. Uh, No name, but this does confirm they are making it. It also mentions that PUBG Studios upcoming extraction shooter, which is called Project Black Budget, is going to release in the second half of 2024, which is a little bit sooner than we initially thought. So let's start out talking a little bit about Subnautica. Are, are you guys hyped about this news? Because you both love Subnautica.
1: I am. I am super hyped. Um, <laughs> I think I'm the biggest Subnautica fan out of the bunch of us. Um, I I loved the first one. It's still one of my favorite games like ever. It's one of the most memorable games that I've played. The second one, Below Zero, was satisfying. But not nearly as good as that initial, like, let me explore this ocean planet, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, so Below Zero was fun, but not the epic, like, experience that I think the first Subnautica was. So there's a part of me that wonders, is this more like an expansion like Below Zero was? Or is this going to be an actual just standalone game? Um Below Zero was a standalone. Like, I get it. You know, you you bought it. You got your 15 hours of playtime out of it. But it, it, it felt more like it was just a, a big expansion to Subnautica. And so I'm curious because, I mean, I'll play it regardless either way. But I'm almost hoping for, like, a brand new adventure versus, like, it's just another person that is now not in the polar region, but is now in a different region kind of thing. Like, I, I want it to be its own its own entity, I guess.
2: You want it to be different enough, not just, like, a different location. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I felt like Below Zero was just that. It was kind of the same game, and there was some really neat stuff that Below Zero did. But it just felt a little underwhelming to me. And I want that overwhelming, like, oh, we're back. <laughs> we're back, baby. You know, that, I want that feeling again.
2: So what about you, Ryan? Are you itching to sink some more Cyclops at the bottom of the ocean? Oh gosh,
0: Ryan, <laughs> don't even get me started.
2: I'll tell you what. I hope this game has a little more water. The last one was
0: kind of lacking. Yeah, you know yeah. there wasn't. That's there the wasn't one thing much. lacking. Yeah, the one thing lacking was was water, obviously. But no, I'm actually I'm pretty excited. Um, I, I genuinely enjoyed the uh, the first one that uh, Josh forced me to play. I would reluctantly played it, but it was good. It was very very good. I enjoyed it. Like Josh said, I uh, will probably still pick it up and check it out. So I ho- I hope like you know, I hope there is something just completely new to it where we can still do that exploration, but it's it's just something a little bit different than just an expansion, like you said. So, um and and uh, we did do the deep dive on that episode where I I played it. Uh, we released it on the eleventh of September. So if you guys want to check it out, you can go back and and look up the episodes there, and then and everything else but yeah feel free to check that one out we went into a good pretty good detail of of how that game went and then uh hopefully this one is uh just as good if not better
2: yeah i hope so i i, I mean there's so many subnautica fans i hope that they serve people well now being underneath craft and hopefully it won't like impede I, I the don't the, think the the creation process up,
1: that's the thing like I, I don't see how you mess it up but i do see where it could be just Meh. mediocre
2: Like, again,
1: I'll reference Below Zero. I enjoyed my time with it. It was perfectly fine as an experience, but it did not have the magic that Subnautica had. And I really want that magic again. So I hope they figure out a way to kind of capture that.
2: Yeah, not bad, but also not terribly memorable. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about Project Black Budget. So we don't know a whole lot about it other than the fact it is a PvPVE extraction shooter. Now, we have seen a thousand of these kinds of games come out over the last couple of years. I don't think any of the three of us would say we're huge fans of that genre. Would you guys say you're a huge fan of extraction shooters?
1: No. I mean, it's weird because what do we, I mean, what do we have? We have Escape from Tarkov, which none of us like. It's too yeah. sweaty, it's too hardcore, it's too complicated. Like there, you know, that just wasn't that great. Then we Hunt had, Showdown. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. I am very, very tempted to get into Hunt Showdown again to try oh. it. I just want somebody to play it with because yeah. Solo, I don't think it will be quite the experience that I want it to be. But I actually just the other day looked up like how is Hunt Showdown in 2023 and people are still raving about it. It's got oh, a cult following yeah, for sure. Yeah, like honestly, and then I look at the gameplay and it's like, dude, this game is top-notch. So, uh, there is a part of me that is like very tempted to get into that. Um then we've seen some failed ones, right? We saw Scavengers, um you know, the cycle wasn't really an extraction shooter, but it kind of was.
2: Well, then it turned into one. Yeah, but then it and failed. It did fail. Yeah, and so yeah. it's
1: like there's a part of me that loves the idea, but you got to figure out how to balance it against like I don't want Tarkov, you know what I mean? So it's like, are you just giving me another Tarkov option or are you giving me another cycle, like original cycle? Because that to me really interests me. I don't know. I really want to like the genre, but nobody has captured it yet.
2: I feel like the gaming industry is trying to shove extraction shooters down our throat, and I don't really know why, because I feel like most of them are failing. Hunt Showdown is still doing well, but like I said, that's not like a mainstream huge success. You know, it's got its cult following. Tarkov is clearly the one that has done the best, but at the same time, that game has attracted the most cheaters, because when you have high stakes with an extraction shooter, you're going to have more people tempted to cheat. We've all seen the videos where even the cheaters will look at each other and you know move their gun, and the other <laughs> yeah. guy moves the gun back. They're looking at each other through the map. So I don't know. I, I don't even really know anyone that loves extraction shooters. So I guess I'm just kind of curious. Do you guys see a world where PUBG Studios, where they brought Battle Royales to the forefront and made it the new big hotness, do you see a world where they could do that for extraction shooters? Or do you feel like this is more likely... To just fail and fall underneath the shadow of Tarkov. Failure. Failure. I can't help but think that too. <laughs> yeah,
0: right? I, I just, I don't see, I don't see where these, I, cause like you said, I don't, I don't know anyone else that plays these either. So I, I don't, I don't see the market for it. I don't see the draw for it. And uh, they are, they're just trying to force it down their throats. Like, I don't know if it's some for some monetary gain, like then they can do some, you know, upgrades or, or battle passes or whatever they would do to try to make more money out of it. But yeah, I, I just, I don't see it coming to fruition as far as like being a sustainable
1: game type. It's yeah. it, it's weird to me because I played a good bit of DMZ for through Warzone and that is quite enjoyable, especially with friends. Like there is something to be said for the like adrenaline and the high stakes of like, we've got all of this gear, we need to get out. And then knowing that there's probably people hunting you and wanting your gear and stuff like that. So it's odd because I do enjoy that high-stakes gameplay, but I don't enjoy the super sweaty, like overly complicated stuff like Tarkov does either. So if you can make it a little bit more arcadey and fun, I think at that point, yes, it could work. And I could see myself getting into one, but it's got to have the right balance there. I don't know if PUBG is going to have that balance as far as the developer. You know, like you know, what a pedigree. Like PUBG launched battle royales into popularity. Can they do it for extraction shooters? I don't know. I don't think so, to be honest.
2: I just struggled to picture what they're going to do different because whereas with battle royales, you've got Apex which leans more into arcade style, you've got Fortnite that leans more into the cartoony graphics and the building and the dancing. And then PUBG kind of was like The realistic battle royale, if you will. Uh And so if they're just going to go the realistic route again, it's hard for me to imagine it being better than Tarkov and then vulturing enough players away from it. So I just don't even honestly know what they can do at this point to try to stand above and beyond. I mean, I'll check it out. If you have the pedigree of PUBG, I'm going to I'm going to pay attention. But I'm not getting excited about this one quite yet. Is maybe the best way to word it.
1: I, I want to love the genre, so I'm always going to be interested. So I will be very curious to see what they do. But if it looks like every other one in the world, then I just I lose interest immediately.
0: Well, all we know is that if it's like PUBG, Paul will play by himself without us and not send us and
2: an, I know. an invite. I know, yeah, yeah. I've played a few solo PUBG. <laughs> yeah, every day for like three weeks, there, Ryan, Not there every was, day. There was
1: a world where Paul would play PUBG with us every day. I know, and he'd actually right. post and be like, "PUBG, anybody?" and then three people would instantly hop on so that we'd have a full squad. N- and now then, I just see a notification, Paul. Now, yeah. PUBG. I don't know what it is, man.
2: S- yeah. Since the allegations are flying at me, I got to play <laughs> my Uno reverse card on Ryan. A few days ago, we agreed let's hop on and play PUBG today. Ryan said, "I'll let you know when I'm done with work." And and guess what and happened? Josh never got a message from. Ryan I never heard did. from Ryan. <laughs> accusations.
0: These are not accusations. This is false,
2: false accusations and. <laughs> i'm still working right now okay <laughs> just saying last time we talked about it we made plans and i got no show listen and i'm I the wild card i'm supposed to be the wild card you're the one that's, that's consistent true. you gotta tell me what to do <laughs> you're definitely the wild card all right and then lastly last thing we're gonna cover here today it is a little bit of older news but we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week suicide squad killed the justice league has taken some licks on this podcast. I think all three of us have more or less trashed it. Uh, I I don't like having to come in and say negative things about games. I'd rather be excited, you know, and looking forward to this stuff. Uh, We knew that the game was kind of shaping up with live service gaming. That's just not our kind of thing. So we weren't terribly excited about it. Then they released a 20 minute video that they called a insider video, highlighting story and gameplay. Some people in our Discord kind of perked up, said that they thought it looked a lot better, and so we all got a chance to watch this. Has this newest video changed your mind at all, or do you still feel like this is just maybe not your cup of tea?
1: I, I, it actually changed my mind a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you guys, because we hammered the first video that they showed, and they caught a ton of flack from gamers in general. Yeah, we weren't alone. To to, to remind people, the very first video they showed, everybody had like these weird grappling hooks where they were just swinging from the sky. And then you were shooting these purple clouds of goo, which I guess were supposed to be like weak points on everything. And it looked like the most routine generated gameplay you can possibly imagine a live service game would have. Like this was, it literally was a checklist of what does a game have to have? Well, it's got to have characters, check. It's got to have guns, check. It's got to have weak spots, check. And then it's like, we need everybody swinging through the sky because people liked that in that one game, check. You know, and it just, we it got hammered. I will say, I do think the game looks a lot better. Um, it's at least piqued my interest at this point because now there's at least a reason why characters have these movement skills and they're not just swinging from purple lassos in the sky (laughs) the combat looked better the characters looked more interesting there's no more purple goo weak spots on literally everything that's in the world um you know they got into some of the different abilities and the traversal mechanics and what sets the different characters apart and i have to give them credit man if we're comparing this game to what they showed a year ago to what they showed now i think it looks vastly improved
0: for sure um I'm still not totally sold on it. Um, Like I said earlier, I wish I could have my 20 minutes back, but (laughs) (laughs) I I do think that it it definitely gave me vibes of like you saw with the Arkham series and like even Spider-Man, how you traverse through the map and through the environment. I think they kind of set the bar on how you can do it. And I think that they definitely took some of those notes for this game. So it's finally explained, you know, like Harley Quinn has that grappling hook in the bat thing, and then the shark can just power jump. And so there's there's different ways that it is is explained and how they can get through those areas and jump to the different areas. The combat looks better, it looks pretty cool. So I don't know. I'm I'm gonna be a uh, a big wait and see type guy on this one, but I was never
2: a big DC guy anyways, so we'll see. Yeah. I'm not a DC guy either, but when it's coming from the people who made the Arkham series, which I really love, like if you ask me what's the best best DC stuff, it's like the Dark Knight movie and the Arkham series gaming. Like those are just so well done. But I will say that this game is just vastly different than the Arkham series, whereas, and they highlighted this in the video, Batman is a dark, depressing world, and you have to see things through the perspective of Batman. So now making Suicide Squad, they want to see through the perspective of these larger than life villains. So in this game, Metropolis is very bright. Uh, Everything seems to be kind of like turned up to the max with color and light all around. And and I do like the idea of having these characters that have big personalities. I will say, even in just watching the video, I was already kind of getting over the Harley Quinn comments. Oh, dude, yeah, it was a little Same. bit much. Same. That does worry me a bit. Maybe yeah. they try to lean too much into like bad jokes and humor and make it campy you know, and fun and yeah. I yeah, agree. I, yeah. I, I thought the traversal stuff looked good. Maybe my biggest criticism though, and I don't know if you guys felt the same way, they made the combat look so easy because all they're doing is boosting into the air, shooting a bunch of stuff, land, finish it off with melee, and then shoot themselves back in the air. Nothing at any point looked to be any kind of real danger to them. Now, they did say that the boss fights are going to be huge and epic because you're fighting against Superman and Green Lantern and Flash and stuff like that. But from what I saw in this one, the combat I felt maybe looked a little bit too mindless is kind of what came to mind. I'm with you on that. And honestly,
1: I mean, combat's going to be a huge portion of this game. So if it's just rolling my face across the keyboard or just, you know, smashing every button on my controller, that's not really fun. I mean, it's fun for the first hour or two, but... I need some sort of awareness, right? Like with the Arkham games, right? You had the guy where the little warning would flash and then you'd have to push dodge. Even if you were in the middle of a combo, right? It's kind of like, oh crap, I got to dodge this attack. Or you could punch, 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 grapple and then throw somebody or something like that. Like having that variety matters, especially when you run it against like certain like characters where it's like, I can't melee this guy. I have to attack him ranged or something like that. Um, but I'm with you. I did get the impression that the combat was just overly easy. And if, it, if that is the case, that will be a gigantic bummer because it seems to be a large portion of the game. I think they did a great job in how fast the action was and how fast the gameplay is and the movement abilities because they dug into those a little bit too. And all that is great, but if I don't need to be aware of what I'm doing, you're missing something at that point.
2: Yeah. And the game seems to be a huge undertaking. They mentioned that the map is twice the size of Arkham City from Arkham Knight. So it sounds like they are pouring a ton of resources into this. The game's going to be huge. Uh, I hope it turns out really well. I love the Arkham series. I did not love Gotham Knights, but I enjoyed it. You are much lower on it, Josh. If this can fall somewhere like 30% better than Gotham Knights, then I think it's going to be a great game. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. I'm not seeing anything that I think is going to be earth shattering, but it looks like it might be a lot of fun for maybe like 10 to 20 hours at the very most. That's kind of at least what I'm just hoping for at this point.
1: I'm with you. If it's better than Gotham Knights by a decent margin, then I'll call it a successful game at that point.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Ryan just uh DM'd me. I, I want to hear your guys answer this. Who's the worst Justice League character? Go.
1: Oh, the but the, the I mean the shark guy. Like he's a oh, shark. On
0: that's, the, that's Suicide Squad. He's a oh, Suicide oh, Squad. I, oh, you're saying yeah, Justice yeah, yeah. League Justice in the, League. Just the Justice League because that's Justice who they're League?
1: fighting. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's kind of lame, dude. Are you okay. kidding me? No, I'm not kidding because it's like, dude, he's got he himself has no abilities. It's just the ring, like that's like but he, you're the he's lamest, a talking shark. You're that's the lamest an superhero if you have zero <laughs> abilities, but a ring gives you all your powers. That's yeah. that
0: is the worst answer.
1: I mean, Superman is technically the right answer because Superman is boring, but he's also no! kind of the heart of the. Brian team. loves Superman. Superman I've never understood is the this. best one. Uh, the worst is I'm with Aquaman. Paul on the Superman take. Yeah, Aquaman. Superman's the most
2: boring. Okay. Aquaman, Aquaman sucks. What's okay?
1: Yeah, the you know what? They all suck, guys. They this all is suck. the problem with DC. Except Batman. Yeah, except except Batman. Batman. <laughs>
2: Batman's the one good one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's the one with no powers. I mean, he's just rich. He's really that's why smart. he's good. Okay, right. And he's really rich. <laughs> that's a superpower. Yeah. Erroneous. Oh, erroneous erroneous on both counts
2: oh lord yeah so we might not even really be the real audience for this anyway maybe if you're more of a diehard dc fan you're a little more hyped for this one here um yeah and then suicide squad kill the justice league is still scheduled for a february 2nd launch which is really not that far out that's what like five weeks from now so it's right around the corner yeah or actually i guess no 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 we got all of uh january january as well okay so yeah i mean more that's like still right around eight weeks. the corner ah, time is a man-made yeah. construct dude yeah. <laughs> there you go time's a circle <laughs> yeah all right well that wraps up everything here for this week in gaming as a reminder come hit us up on socials at video gamers pod and check out patreon to come help support the show and get amazing perks that's at multiplayer squad.com thank you so much to everyone for listening until next time happy gaming see ya
1: all right see everybody